Hello and welcome to the Marysville Church of Christ podcast. My name is Bishop Darby and I'll be your host. Welcome to Mountainside. This is a series of lessons in which we're going to be walking along the mountainside with Jesus as he gives some of the most transformative, radical, and dangerous words ever given to the human race. I hope it's as challenging to you as it has been for me. But before we jump into the Sermon on the Mount, I want to address an elephant in the room. See, we as Christians love to look at Jesus on the stained glass. See, on a stained glass mirror, Jesus is beautiful. He's two-dimensional. We can fathom his colors, and we can see the artistry. And so a lot of us Christians like to view Jesus like a stained glass window. Small, easy, beautiful. But the Jesus of the Bible is actually far more complex, nuanced, and dangerous. As we talked about in our series through Easter, we have to be careful that we don't allow Jesus, Jesus to be either too simple or too worldly. We have to allow Jesus to be who he is with all the difficult implications of what that brings. See, in in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus gives a sermon in which he outright challenges the religious laws of the Old Covenant, often quoting them directly to overturn them. And likewise, he challenges not only the Jewish way of life, but the Greek way of life, overturning basic human instincts, asking people to do radical things, like turn the other cheek, to be peacemakers in the face of war makers, to love unconditionally, to not be angry or to lust, not to worry, but to have peace. And in all of these things, you can imagine the Greek and Jewish audiences marveling and being afraid. Because in one sermon, Jesus single-handedly overturned everything we thought we knew about life. I'm going to challenge us today not to view Christ as a stained glass window. Let him be more challenging, more big, more beautiful, more complex, and more nuanced than you've ever let him be. And let his words resonate in you as you read these passages, as we study them together. And allow Jesus to jump out of the the painting on the wall or the color on the window and allow him to walk into your life and change who you are. I would like to today present to you a dangerous thought exercise. One that once you do, you'll never be able to undo. And once you start thinking this way, you'll never be able to stop thinking. What if Jesus meant it? What if he meant it? What if the Sermon on the Mount was not a series of guidelines or arbitrary and impossible goals lofty up high above where we'll ever be able to reach? What if Jesus meant what he said? What if the standards that he told us to live by we are actually called to live by? How much 
different would we be? What if when Jesus said, do not be angry, we listened to him and tried to remove anger from our life? What if instead of trying to justify all the reasons why being angry is okay, often butchering several passages of Paul, and talking about how it's okay to, to be frustrated and angry in any situation, as long as we don't go too far. What if we just believed him and tried to not be angry? What if when Jesus said things like, turn the other cheek, we didn't just marginalize that into a bumper sticker, but we lived it out? What if when he said things like, don't worry, we tried to live at peace in all situations. What if he meant it? I'm going to assume through the course of this devotional series that he did. And so every week we're going to go through a passage of Matthew 5, 6, and 7 asking the tough question, what if he meant it? And that question will naturally morph and transform into a second question. So how does that change me? And my hope is that the Christian you are right now listening to this introduction will not be the same Christian you are six weeks from now when we're done. I pray that you will be changed, just as I pray that I will be. There are passages all throughout the Sermon on the Mount that keep me up at night because I don't do them well. There are so many parts of my humanity that shine through as I evaluate Jesus' words. So many weaknesses that I can't help but feel. So many inadequacies that I can't seem to quell in my head. As I look at the impossible standard he set for me to live. If you... uh. If you would indulge me, consider John 14 for a moment. In John 14, Jesus is talking to his apostles. And he says this, starting in verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. This other helper is the spirit of truth. The world can't receive him because it doesn't see him. But you know him because he lives within you, and he will be in with you. Jesus here is commanding us to try to keep his commandments, no matter how impossible they may seem, no matter how difficult or lofty, no matter how challenging or radical. Jesus asks us to trust in him and to try. And though it's true that we will never be able to ascertain some of them by ourselves, the Holy Spirit has been sent to help us with that very task. But the problem is, guys, that many of us don't try anymore. Let this Mountainside series be enough to challenge you, be enough to shake you, and, tra and transform you. I want you to ask this question every time we come to a passage that Jesus speaks. What if he meant it? And not to show my hand too much, but I believe that he did. <laughs>